0: Welcome to Coffee and Catholics, a Catholic women's talk show podcast. I'm Stacy, one of your hosts, and with me I have.
1: Hi, I'm Alicia. And I'm Noelle.
2: I'm Annie. And I'm Lauren.
0: Hello, welcome. Today we're going to be talking about how to joyfully prepare for Advent when this is actually released we should be starting week two of advent and so i know that i'm always looking for practical ways to enjoy advent with my family and um, sometimes i do too much of that and i think it's okay to try things out and figure out what works for you one of the things that works well even through growing up um, has been Lighting the Advent wreath every evening. Um, we have a book of prayers that we use. At each night at dinner, we light one of the candles and say those prayers before we eat. And so that's been one tradition, uh, even since I was a kid, that has stuck. Um, what traditions and things do you guys use to prepare for Advent? I love Advent. and
2: I am a planner and the church has given us periods of time in the in the liturgical year that are just preparing i feel like that is really good for me <laughs> because not only do i go like to plan but i'm a procrastinator with that though so i usually I, I have a problem waiting to the last minute and so having this set up time that the church has given us to to just take some time to prepare for the like the most special events in history. You know, the the birth of Christ, um God becoming man and then preparing again for his um his death and resurrection. Um but it you know particularly particular with, with Advent um right now uh, that that time of preparation I find just so beautiful. And so like like safety said, I love the Advent wreath We we light every night at dinner. <laughs> And um, it's just a simple reminder every day. My kids, if we forget, they'll remind me because they love lighting the candles and blowing them out. <laughs> that's the best part. And uh, we always make our own candles too. We not like, you know, make the wax, but we get the sheets and roll them with the hairdryer. <laughs> um, but that's something, that's a tradition that our family has had for the past several years. And we just have a very simple psalm um, we sing each night, and it's different each week for the theme of the week in Advent, whether it's um, light a candle for hope, for joy, peace. I can't remember the fourth one. <laughs> um, but each, each week of Advent has its own um, you know, theme.
0: Well, you mentioned singing, and um, as a parent, that's one thing that we've also started doing is we sing a verse of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel at the end of our bedtime routine. So I sing a song to the kids every night anyways. And so we just, during Advent, we replace their lullaby with O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And then each week we add a verse until the O Antiphons, and then we start adding them all in.
3: Well, I am an advent failure, guys, because you guys have everything all planned and I when I was growing up we we didn't really make a huge. we had an advent wreath, but we didn't do a lot with maybe the first couple of nights my mom really tried hard and we did like a home, but that's pretty much all we ever did. It's always the first week for the bus and then, <laughs> I know, I know the first it's few days I am like so holy the <laughs> first few days. Um, <laughs> the fourth by the fourth day I'm back to being a savage. But we had um, in our family growing up, uh, we always had the Christmas tree up after Thanksgiving, the weekend after Thanksgiving. And when <laughs> I met my husband, he's kind of an Advent uh, sergeant, and he was like, No, you're not setting up the tree until Christmas Eve. And I was like, No, because I want to see it. I want to have this joyful anticipation. So our compromise was, I could put up the tree. But it has to be an advent (laughs) tree. So we have purple lights on it. And just gradually I start to set more things out, just in that preparation. This is the same way that I would prepare for a baby. Just gradually beginning to get things ready instead of doing everything all at once, which was was a hard thing for me initially because I want I have that anticipation for Christmas and I just want it now. There's something about Christmas songs. It's the only time in our post Christian era that we currently live in. Where people are singing about hope and joy mm-hmm, yeah. and the coming of Christ, and that. why shorten that? Mm-hmm. You know, commercially, it's all done the day after Christmas, yeah. Um, but that anticipation up until I just I love living that out. So, we have that compromise of all right, <laughs> our fire preparation is gradually setting things out and then always trying really hard to do the activities the first week.
0: Um, and I, I love that you pointed that, that out because. Growing up, we usually did the tree about two or three weeks, not maybe two weeks before Christmas, but then I went off to college so I'm only I'm home for Thanksgiving, but then I'm gone again until right before you know right before Christmas because you have dead week and then you're, you're trying to get back and so when I went to college, we started setting the tree up the weekend after Thanksgiving because that's when I was home to help set the tree up. But then when I had kids, That always became really stressful because I kept trying to get the tree up all of one evening because what we would do is we'd decorate the tree and then we'd sit and have eggnog and it was beautiful and it was my great childhood memory. It wasn't working out the way I wanted it to and so last year I decided to start making decorating the tree in the house part of Advent by, you know, one night we put up the tree. Then maybe the next night we put some lights on it. And then the next night, some ornaments. So yeah, it just we gradually got everything out. So then, by the time it was Christmas Eve, we everything was decorated. So um, I'm kind of weird in that. As much as I love presents, Um I
2: have major Christmas anxiety. So I am with Noel husband. I don't like having the tree up until Christmas Eve. Uh, Not be- <laughs> <laughs> Not because of. I mean i'm okay with anybody else doing it i just get a lot of stress about having all the the christmas clutter i guess it is i mean i love the beauty of it but also just the stuff um really stresses me out and keeping um that area clean and the kids from destroying things and all that part of it, it really stresses me out and so um one year, like the first year we were living in the house, ran, I had no idea where we would even put a tree. We got rid of the tree that we had before because it was like six feet wide and eight feet tall. And that would take up our entire living room. Um, so I was like, okay, we have a little tiny pine tree in the front yard. Um, that can be our Christmas tree. I'm good with that. My mm-hmm. husband mixed that idea and bought a tree mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve and put it up while the kids were asleep. <laughs> so... It was a beautiful like, surprise on Christmas morning and that's just kind of been the tradition um, since then except for now they help out with, with putting it up. I really do have a lot of that, that anxiety and so that time to just kind of focus on, um, on that preparing my heart and preparing my kid's heart is really necessary for me to kind of get through that um, stress that I have. I was kind of reflecting about um how i always find that i kind of you know i try to prepare for things and then it always ends up sneaking up on me especially the years where christmas falls like on a monday <laughs> it was like oh i thought i had another week it's just the fourth week of Advent. <laughs> wait um, yeah i was reflecting on how that was kind of like how um the jewish people were when jesus came like they have all these years and years of preparing and and Making, you know, making the way for this messiah, you know, that is going to come. And then you just kind of snuck along at the same time. And that's parallel in the liturgical year. But like we have this time of preparation, but it always will sneak up on you.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of similar to many of you um, in this because I'm a procrastinator myself too. And so like preparing for the season of preparation, which is Advent, stresses me out because i'm not good at preparing like i have all these great ideas and like i want pinterest things and google things and make all these arts and crafts projects and everything like that which is great except i don't really do them and so then advent sneaks up on me you know it's my fault but it sneaks up on me and then um yeah you know, i'm doing kind of like last minute projects and stuff and we have done the advent race in the past and the kids really enjoyed that like we you know colored it and cut it out it was just like a paper one and every week they got to um you know tape on like a little flame onto their Advent candle and they had them set out on the counters and stuff and that was a lot of fun uh, but honestly beyond that i haven't really done much with my kids so i'm kind of bad about that i feel a little bit of that mom guilt there because of that yeah you guys are talking about also like the, the traditions um of like Waiting until when did you say it was Christmas Eve or Christmas Day to put up the Christmas tree? I've been Catholic for about nine years now, and I didn't know about any of that until, like, a couple of years. You know, kind of looking more into these things with my kids. I didn't really know to we'll look into these type of things before. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a, in a home that wasn't religious at all, and so um, that wasn't really on my radar to even look into, but. I enter- I'm interested
2: in looking into more of it. Um, something that i found has helped me is um, well, I tried the Jesse Tree last year. Because you have these like reflections per day, and it's all kind of spelled out for you. And like half- there's like half a dozen books.
0: Well, no, there's more than that, but
2: <laughs> there's all kinds of books about just kind of how spell that. But you know, you taper off
0: about Abraham. <laughs> and none of them are the same story. Right,
2: they're all different. And all different <laughs> pictures. And yet. You know, pick and choose on that. But um, what we're trying this year—it's put out by Catholic Sprouts. It's called the Nativity Trail,
3: mm-hmm. and I'm
2: really excited about that because it starts with a psalm, which um, you know that's how Jesus prayed, mm-hmm. most likely. Mm-hmm. You know, he prayed with, you know, the psalms and um, and fulfilled the psalms, mm-hmm. and it's um, it, it kind of goes through. You know, has a psalm every day for each day, and it's kind of like a little visual activity for the kids. And also for me, <laughs> um, I find I get a lot more out of it than my kids do. <laughs> um, but it's if I if I miss a day, it's not as jumping around as when I missed a day in the Jesse tree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like finding things that kind of just tell you like you open it up, you do it, and it's done. Like you're not having to prepare all these crafts. You're not having to do you know all these this preparation work. Like I said, I'm a player, but I I don't I'm not a crafter. So that's not that's not what I do. (laughs) I like to have this just like I plan out what I'm doing, but I I need it to like give me the curriculum, so I would say. And so that's something that I've found that's worked for our family. And the other thing that I like to remember is that Christmas is isn't just a day. It's not even, you know, twelve days. There's this long season (laughs) weed. Mm-hmm. Celebrate! We keep our tree up usually moss Panama's mm-hmm. um, in February, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, and so we still have this long time of celebration, and that's when we do our gingerbread houses, mm-hmm. our um, any of those other things that are that are Christmassy that everybody else does, like it tries to push in in December we wait until after that stress and do it later and if i don't get to it i'll get to it but um it kind of helps you know remind the kids and remind me that you know the celebration comes when when jesus comes i
4: think that's kind of how we have done it too um we i have sort of the savage and the sergeant in me there, <laughs> because I want to do all the things, but I also don't want to do any of those things. And Alicia, I think it's funny that you brought this up, but there, there is this, um, I didn't know until I was well into my Catholicism, that there is this philosophical divide between, and it's hidden, and it's silent, <laughs> so you only know it when it stops you to face. this divide between Catholics who don't do anything at all until Christmas season, and Catholics who, do everything all at once, or they do it a little bit at a time, so it's kind of confusing because it's you know, how do we know what to do? So, we've run the gamut of doing it that way where we don't do any Christmas, we've run where we do some, we've done the Jesse tree, we've done all these other things in our home. And what we've come back to, and all of them are fun in their own way, except for that Jesse who which yeah, I've never done. and I'm really sorry. But
0: I'm
4: to all of you who have put so much work into that. I love it so much. But like, that's a little beautiful. It right? <laughs> it's beautiful. And, it's, yeah. and just like you said, Annie, the readings are so powerful. You can just do the readings, you know right. and just skip all the other stuff, but for us it has kind of morphed into this, um, like what Stacy was saying, sort of a slower, like we'll do the tree on St. Nicholas Day. We'll do the life on the Feast of St. Lucie. And we kind of just add on as we go in the process that for our family, what works really the best is just the readings. The daily readings of Advent are so beautiful. And they're just magnificent. I put them in a little book for you. <laughs> so we literally, the past couple of Advents, have only been doing that. Like the Advent reads, and those readings daily are on the dinner table and that's it and so i can feel bad too <laughs> <laughs>
3: well,
4: well. but for us I, I think for me and for my personality i wanted to this is the second time that i've been pregnant during advent and so i tried a couple of years ago to sort of see advent as a gestation time. and i kept thinking to myself you know okay it, it's okay for me to be excited about christmas If I like the Christmas music. And it's like you said, it's so incredible to hear his name on secular radio. Oh, I mean, it's just, it's such a beautiful time of celebration. And I think that even as Mary was looking forward to Jesus being born, she was excited too. She was thinking about her nursery. She was putting, you know. So I think it's okay to have a little bit of both, a little bit of a mix of pre celebrating while waiting. I think that's human. I think that's all part of. The process of looking forward to our Lord being born and, you know, baby shower, really excited for the baby, and so She was excited for the baby, so I think for us Rather than focus on the activity so much for our family, we just sort of decided, this is not for everybody When they were little, we did more of this stuff. We did, um, but now that we have a little bit of an age gap for us, it's just been that focusing on preparing and last year, I because I have a because I'm a total just bookaholic, bibliophile, whatever you want to call it. I'm obsessed with <laughs> reading and books. And, I put together this little um, a bookish advent. So I went through all my books and all the classics, and I would pull little uh, chapters about Christmas from different classics, different poems like from John of the Cross and Jessica Powers, and different books have all this stuff pulled together for you. And so we would do something like that every day. We would do a poem. Or a chapter from a book, like from Little Women, or you know, just something like that. To sort of make it thoughtful thinking sort of time. And I love that. That was good. So that's what we're gonna do this week, too,
1: I think. Just gonna ask um Annie, when you were talking, you had said that instead of the dress teacher you did something else. I'm taking notes <laughs> as you guys are talking, <laughs> so that I can come up with some like, you know, maybe more simple or some more, you know, involved ideas of what to do for because I really want this to be time of preparation and getting excited for Christmas and you know not just for my kids but for myself so that I can you know grow in that excitement and that joy and for my husband as well and so what did you what was it that you said that you guys do instead of the Jesse tree what was it called
2: uh, well this is the first year we are doing this if you just came out with it it's from Catholic Sprouts. it's a book called um, the nativity trail and um, good Nancy <laughs> We'll shout yeah. it out for you. I, I love everything that is put out by Catholic Church. Yes, <laughs> it's yes yeah. Um, But yeah, it's, it's an Advent trail with Jesus Mary and Joseph and um, There's a psalm and then there's like visual and then there's that you kind of go through with, with yourself or with your kids Like I was looking at it and I'm like I just even if I don't do this with my kids I'm doing this for myself <laughs> um, and then there's a little like circle that they can color or you can print out colored and um, just each day kind of goes along a little trail um and the other thing that reminds me i have usually have a kind of a countdown to christmas or trail to bethlehem that i do with the kids it's like every day they have a sticker that they put on there and it just follows the uh follows mary and joseph on the donkey to bethlehem and We just have each kid has their own and they have their stickers and they usually just do that themselves every morning where they put a little sticker on there and they just absolutely love that just simple like countdown for them building.
0: Yes, Um, yes. I was just gonna say that one of the things that I ended up having to get the children's bible because the Jesse readings were so above the kids' heads. So I had to get the, the Catholic Children's Bible so that they could actually understand them. And we've even had to shorten some of them. And if you look at different lists, the readings are different. Sometimes the family lineage is different. Um, we do have a really good book that follows the Jesse tree. I'm trying to remember the title of it. I'll have to, I think it's like 24 Days of Advent. I have to look at it. Um, maybe I'll put it in the notes. But I love the readings, but it doesn't go with the ornaments that we have. Um, the, the first year we had done the Jesse tree, we used the uh, Holy Heroes mm-hmm. ornaments, little paper ones. And then I was lucky enough to get in with a um, peg doll swap group that we decided to do Jesse tree ornaments one year. So we all did. Everybody picked an ornament, and then we exchanged. Um, and so, but the readings. Don't go with the Holy Heroes ones. and <laughs> Don't go with the book. But they're all close. So the kids like putting the ornaments on. So we talk about what the ornament represents. And then I usually just do the reading that goes from the book that I like, if that makes any sense. So that maybe it's not all connected, but it is all connected, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So just finding what works for your family, I think, is the big thing. Like what your kids can handle, what you can handle. Yeah, that's yeah.
3: a big thing. Yeah. Big thing. But I, one of the biggest things that I focus on with my kids during Advent is pulling them out from the commercialism mm-hmm. of Christmas. We don't super emphasize Santa, we talk about Saint Nicholas, we read the stories, but we we don't have the whole like I don't know the making up all the extra lies and mm-hmm. stories and. You know, whatever that my parents made up for us, and we, you know, we turned out okay. But, but I think that for us, it's like this constant battle of refocusing, pulling them from the culture to refocus on this event that you know surpasses all of those things. So, one of the one of the things that we do in order to do that is we do a service project of some kind, and we might go caroling at nursing homes. Um, We will uh, go make goodie bags for the homeless and pass those out and put it, like, in an actual Christmas gift bag. So that might be the only gift that they give, and we try to really emphasize that with our kids, that that might be the only gift that they received this year was Mm. from you. You know, you put that together for them. And the other thing we do is we have them each draw a name, and they get a special trip out with mom or dad to go and pick something for their sibling. So instead of going to the store and being like, I want this, I want this, I want this, they have to really think about what would their brother, that they've been fighting with all week, <laughs> or, what would their brother really like? And they prepare that for that person. So those are some ways that we try to pull them back from the culture's mm-hmm. suck zone
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. and help
3: them to focus on others. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Lord and all of that.
0: We tried to do a random acts of kindness calendar a couple of years ago. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. This year I found a, um, it's an advent calendar where each day you add, you have like a basket or a bag and you add food to the bag. And at the end of the 24 days you donate the food to the food bank or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try that this year because... The, because sometimes we don't go anywhere, and the random acts of kindness says, Hold the door for somebody. I'm like, Well, if we don't leave the house, what door are they going to hold? Here's the bathroom door. Let me hold that for you. I, mean, um, sometimes it's a bit Advent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're have to figure that out, guys. And so, are going to have to, <laughs> yeah. And so it doesn't always, it, it just didn't work out as well as I wanted it to last year. And so, I, and I think it, that's another thing is I think sometimes people are afraid to try new things because I didn't grow up with it. The only tradition that we had was the advent candles in my house, and I think sometimes people a lot of people see, "Oh Stacy does the St Nicholas Day and she does Saint Lucy's Day and she does this and that, and I tried those things and they worked for our family, but it doesn't work for everybody mm-hmm. and there have been things that I have tried that have not worked for our family. you know be willing to try it don't you know if it's too overwhelming, don't do it again. If it works, then try it again the next year, and then if you need to tweak it a little because the kids get older, then tweak it. But I think that that's part of I think that sometimes Advent gets overwhelming because we try to do too much, yes. mm-hmm. and, and so
3: horribly bad about it.
0: Mm-hmm. And the focus is really supposed to be on Jesus's coming,
3: and that's a way that we make it about us too. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. who are we
0: trying to? Express, yeah,
3: right? yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did Mary do? Yeah. Right. We don't need all that stuff.
4: We just need each other in Scripture, in our memories,
3: and our words, and our love. And yet we just turn mm-hmm. it into this yeah. <laughs> mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Pinterest and social media make yeah. us feel like we're not keeping up with everybody else. But that's not the point either. Yeah. You know, what it, the first thing Mary did when she found out she was expecting was run and serve Elizabeth, yeah. you
0: know, and, and bring
3: Jesus to her. And uh, that's one thing that I've been reflecting on a lot in the past couple of weeks. Uh, is that you, she, you, you talk about Mary was awaiting the arrival of Jesus, he was already there, mm-hmm. you know. He just wasn't visible yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that we have to remember during Advent is the same thing, he's already here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, as we rejoice and we prepare, and we should have joy in those moments, the whole season of joyful anticipation, not stressful anticipation. Yeah.
2: When yeah, we think about, um, you know, like Mary and Martha. You know, Jesus, you know, they're, Martha's mm-hmm. preparing and preparing and preparing, and Mary's just at the foot of the Lord, and mm-hmm. who is doing what was best? <laughs> and that's what we should be using our time as preparation for is that focusing on the coming of our Lord. And I mean, He is already, you know, He's already here, <laughs> bringing our love to Him and our praise to Him and
0: preparing our hearts rather than focusing on preparing all the other things. And I think, like both of you just said, I think that's what it comes down to, is reflecting on why we're doing what we're doing. Are we doing these activities because of the rich culture and the closeness they bring us to Jesus, or to impress ourselves or somebody else? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it a selfish reason, or is it a holy one? And if it's a holy one, then go for it. And if it works, then hold on to it and treasure it. And if it's not, then let it go. And we hope you guys have a wonderful Advent season. And as always, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Join us again in two weeks when we discuss saying and accepting no with grace. Until then, may God bless you and may Mary accompany you.